pero no tiene salida. Ahora demuéstrame. And we're back. This is Dub Bonky Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Tonight is Tuesday, December the 3rd, 2019. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. I'm Sam. I'm coming at you from Brooklyn, New York. As per usual, my hot take this week, uh, more of an honorable mention to... Thor the Bulldog, who beat out almost 2,000 dogs, representing 194 breeds uh, and varieties recognized by the American Kennel Club. Uh, he won the dog show on Thanksgiving, which is like a big dog show, I guess. Um, and I only want to like bring this up because like I think that bulldogs, even this bulldog, which clearly is the most beautiful bulldog in the world, is are like just ugly and awkward dogs and i don't understand how they beat out 194 other like i don't understand clearly the judging criteria but how this dog that looks like you know bulldogs look kind of like what a child would draw if you like described a dog to them you know what i mean uh-huh uh-huh and this dog won best in show so mad props to you thor winner of the National Dog Show 2019. Um, and, you know, whatever. Yeah, man, I love watching those dog shows because the dog, do you think the dogs know what's going on? Uh, kinda. Yeah. I mean, like, some of the dogs clearly love it, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, they're the, they get to, they know they're the shit. Everybody's paying attention to them. Right. They're, they're, exactly. They, they're just like humans. They just they want to be the center of attention, you know? Yeah, yeah. They get to, like, come out and run around, and everybody claps for them, and then they win a medal. Right. But I just don't understand how the bulldog wins. Right. You know? I feel like it's almost always the terrier. Right. Yeah. I just feel like the bulldog has so much more to overcome, and that's why I wanted to mention it. I got you. Yeah, I love that. That's good. Rooting for the underdog. That's right. awesome. Literally the underdog. <laughs> Sweet. Um, again, my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take for the week. I am done. Done with hockey, you guys. I was watching on the internet the other day. There was a fight between a player for the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And it was the most pansy-ass fight I have ever seen. It was like the two guys threw their gloves down and put up fisticuffs like it was a 19th century, I don't know, what's it called, Nickelbacker fight, right? Like two gentlemen with waxed mustaches right, threatening the other one. And I just watched the ref like stand there and watch them both clearly not want to fight each other, but nobody was going to break them up, so they had to fight anyway. Man, people people on Twitter talk about hockey players are tough. Nah, hockey players aren't tough. 
They just have the rules that let them fight, even if they suck at fighting. Well, certain I, certain hockey players are more fighters than others. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. You know, Sidney Crosby doesn't throw down. You know, Ovechkin maybe will throw down, but like uh, Sidney Crosby, Crosby doesn't throw down. That's why they have the enforcers. Is is like, he? That's why they call him Pretty Face Crosby. Or is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so it's funny that you bring this up because for some reason, oh, I was watching this TV show Letterkenny. You right. Know, you know, have you ever I, heard of that show? Everybody says it's good. I haven't watched it. It's weird. It's funny. It's weird. It, it's I think like people, you got to watch they, it in short bursts. I yeah, feel. people say I would like it, I guess. Right. More, it's good. Yeah. You probably would like it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's ca- Canadian. They're like really into hockey. So <laughs> I just, <clears throat> for some reason, started Googling hockey fights. And it's true that they used to be better. Uh, they, okay. They used yeah. to be better. Because, like, it used to be that both guys would try to win, but now it's, like, I feel like once it throws down, the first person who takes a good shot, like, then Go goes down. down to the ice, and then yeah. then it's over. And it's right. not like they get knocked out. It's just, like, I don't want to get punched again. I'm going to, like, right. pretend that I fell on accident or something like right. that. But right. yeah. they take a dive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, what if we allowed every other major team sport to just fight like that. Right. But that they would have to stand there and wait for one guy to go down. Then yeah. we would have some great fights. Yeah. No, definitely. I think that that's, I mean, that should be in the conversation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, we should definitely like maybe get rid of kickoffs, you know, and like, yeah. Just, like, get rid of like low hits and like helmet to helmet. Absolutely. But if those guys want to fucking punch each other, then we should allow them to do yes. that. Yes. Right. Helmets yeah. off. Helmets off. Yeah. And then you just go at it until somebody <laughs> falls over. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, shout out to all of our social media platforms. Again, this is ostensibly a baseball podcast, Dump on the Ump. Check us out on Twitter at Dump on the Ump or Facebook. WordPress. You can also listen to us on all your podcast listening applications, including Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud.com slash Hemp. You can also find us on Spotify or the iHeartRadio application. Uh, check out our trio of episodes from last week. Talked about the Houston Astros, Cheetos. They still Cheetos, Sam? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and they hate women. And they hate women. Yeah, the Astros yeah. are just a whole mess right now, man. Right. They're like Texas, the team, the Texas team. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything goes in Texas. And, and yeah. yeah, everything is bigger in Texas, including cheating. misogyny and cheating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked about major bad news for the minor leagues. We can talk about that a little bit more tonight. And uh, made fun of Stephen A. Smith, how he has no friends. Um, check out all those. I had a thing I was going to say. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the C-Block. That yeah, was the C-Block. C-block. <laughs> Sounds like the C-Block. It's true, though, I'm sure. Right. No, we, LeBron James has to screen all of his calls. Oh, right, right. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember. It was was good. It's a good one. We also talk about the movie The Last Boy Scout for, like, a really long time in that episode. 
It's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is the A blog. We're going to talk about this week's sports headlines. Sam, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I will go. I'll ask you the second question. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the first. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So we're going to talk a lot about baseball, even though it's the <coughs> off season, ladies and gentlemen. A lot has been going on, unlike last off season, right? Right. So uh, the Moose, Mike Moustakis, finally gets a deal. Cincinnati Reds signed power hitter infielding Mike Moustakis Monday to a four-year, $64 million deal. It's a win-win for both sides as the Reds will be able to add some more pop to the middle of an order that will miss the production of friend of the show Yasiel Puig. And Moustakis will have greatly improved access to Cincinnati chili over spaghetti. Shout out to Eli and Cincinnati chili. This move has got to be a big sigh of relief for Moustakis, who's been a free agent for three years in a row now and has not been able to secure a multi-year deal despite being a versatile infielder and a consistent power bat. So, question. Does this move mean the Cincinnati Reds are going to go for it this year, or is it just the fact that the Reds GM makes all of his decisions on where a psychic chicken shits on a grid? Yeah, well, first of all, I think it's probably a little bit of both. Like, they probably were just fed that chicken a little extra corn, you know what I mean? Right. Um, But I think that uh, it makes sense. First of all, I want to say congratulations to Mike Moustakis, who I feel like has been getting kind of the, uh, I guess, small market free agent treatment. Um, Where's he been? Kansas City, Milwaukee, and now Cincinnati? Yeah, Kansas City, I feel like he went somewhere before Milwaukee for, like, I feel like he signed a year-long contract with somebody after Kansas City and then got traded to Milwaukee Uh and then re-signed with Milwaukee. But I don't remember where he went first. But anyway, the guy's, like, stays relatively healthy, hits 40 home runs a year, plays uh, first base, third base, and second base, and, um, you know, is, you know, he doesn't hit for average, but he'll he'll draw a walk and he can hit the ball out of the ballpark, which is, right. you know, that's the name of the game these days. So congrats to him. Um, I think that it makes a lot of sense for the Reds to go for it this year uh, because I feel like the NL Central is kind of wide open, especially right. what's happening with the Brewers, which we'll get to on the next point. But, <clears throat> you know, the Cubs are vulnerable for sure uh st louis is going to be you know as good as they always are but he's st louis still right but it's open all i'm saying is that nl central is like the division this year that is ripe for the taking if you are a team low on that grid that wants to make a move that's all Right, friend of the show, Zach, at UIUC standout 00. He literally just tweeted at us maybe five minutes ago, Cubs v. Reds for the NL Central. Um, so, th- I mean, are the Reds going for it? They've got, uh, they still got Vado, right? Right. They've got Moustakis. Who they got for pitching right now? Who'd they get? They got, uh, what's his name? Not Bauer. Do they get Bauer? Yeah, Bauer, the guy who chucked the ball over the fence. Oh, shit. I forgot also who had his $300,000 car totaled last week. Oh, right. By yeah. runaway tire, right? By runaway tire. Yeah. yeah. 
Shit, we should have done a whole thing about that. I forgot yeah, about it. We can do that. <laughs> C-block. Yeah. That's a C-block story. Yeah, we'll come back to that. But, yeah, he's kind of a dick, but he's good at baseball. Right. Um, so, yeah, the Reds. This could be the Cincinnati Reds year. Do they still have Matt Harvey, or did they get rid of him? No, they got rid of him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he went to the Angels, and then I think he was released by the Angels this offseason. Yeah. Well, but I, good. Think that, I mean, I just I feel like this is the year if the Reds are going to go for it. You know, the Cubs are trending down. The Brewers are trending down. And, right. they, and um, you know, that leaves uh, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, and the Reds kind of – I mean, I guess the St. Louis won it this year. But yeah, they, they, could, they could take it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, agreed. Well, let's, let's transition to the second question because it's related. Right. And, like, I want to kind of talk about these at the same time. But let, let's – Okay. Move on. So I'm going to ask you the question. Yeah. So the answer is, yes, the Reds are going for it. And, yes, they have a psychic chicken and, right. like, a big grid in, like, the chicken coop. And wherever the chicken shits, that's the move that they make. But yeah. maybe they just put two chickens in there so they're making more moves. I don't know. Oh, that's a good idea. <clears throat> yeah. They got a second psychic chicken. Two psychic chickens. Right. Okay. So, number two. Uh, the San Diego, I mean, Milwaukee Brewers are hemorrhaging free agents. Uh, so this is just piggybacking on that last headline that we were talking about and kind of melding the two together. But since the end of the 2019 baseball season, the Milwaukee Brewers have lost three key players to free agency, including Mike Moustakis, who we just spoke about, Yasmani Grandal, who went to shore up your guys, yeah, uh, which I think was a good get for you. I do, too. Them. I'm really curious, though. I've got questions. But, yes, I agree. Um, and then former Red Sox starting pitcher turned ace reliever Drew Pomerantz. And they all signed multi-year deals elsewhere. Uh, and then today, Milwaukee failed to... Uh, tender a contract to veteran third baseman Travis Shaw, uh, right. which allows him to enter the free agent market, um, and he will probably go elsewhere. Uh, and so that, you know, the the they just lost two of their starting infielders um, and a big piece of their bullpen. So the question is, what the fuck are the Brewers doing? And I mean, what the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. Are they just are they shedding? Are they shedding contracts? Are they are they cutting costs? I mean, they've got Yelich. They've got an MVP quality player in Christian Yelich. Right. But they need guys around him. They've got Hader, who I hate, but he's very, very good at his job. I actually, got... I actually read something that they were talking, they were doing trade talks with Bill Hader. Or wait, yeah. not Bill Hader. Not Bill Hader. <laughs> Uh, the other Josh, hater. Josh Hader. Josh Josh Hader. Bill Hader. We hate yeah. <laughs> Sully, the good name of Bill Hader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the funny one. Yeah. <laughs> and then the racist one. No, the yeah. homophobic one. Both. 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 Bra- well, anyway, uh, they were they were talking about trading him. Uh, so. Well, if they get rid of Hado, I mean, then they're, they're just, they're selling. They're selling. But what do you do if you Yelich? Or, or like, Hader is at the central part of the deal that brings in, you know, Mookie Betts, 
You know what I mean? Like something that like that. That would be amazing. Wow, that would be a, that would be a twist. It would be a twist. But Mookie Betts is a like one in a one in done sort of situation, you know? Oh, they sent Drew Pomerantz to the Padres, so Pomerantz actually went from San Diego to San Diego. Right. <laughs> right. He's so confused. <laughs> or Milwaukee to Milwaukee, if you want right. to look at it as like a glass half empty kind of situation. Right. Yeah. He went to, from cold Milwaukee to hot Milwaukee. <laughs> right. <laughs> but now he's in hot Milwaukee with, um, what's his name? Manny and uh, Manny Machado and. Uh, Hosmer, right? Yeah, Eric Hosmer. So they can all. Here's a, here's a like. Just let me go on a little Eric Hosmer rant. It's Do like, it. Hosmer and Mustakis were like two of the central players for that Kansas. World Series Kansas City team, yeah. and you could argue that Mustakis is more valuable. And like since sure. they sure. since that World Series, Mustakis has been a more productive and valuable player, and. Eric Hosmer got like a $150 million deal from San Diego right. and nobody would sign. No one would sign Moustakis to anything, right. you know? Yeah. 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 That's a good point. And, and so then like, yeah, that's again, Cincinnati is surging. Uh, Milwaukee is muddling. I don't know what the fuck the Brewers are doing. Well, the do you Brewers think- have to do something. They're not going to compete without like making some serious moves because they just lost some big guys. Uh, your guys, the Red Sox, have you made any moves on JD or Mookie right now? No, 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 no. The only thing the Red Sox have done, we traded Sandy Leone to uh, Cleveland for a minor league or minor league pitcher. Oh yeah, is Cleveland just gonna cut him though? Like, why would Cleveland? Right. Yeah. yeah. Sandy Leone's a, you know. Presence in veteran pitchers have a place in the major leagues. Like they don't have to hit. You know, yeah, he's a he's a good, you know, he's a good piece. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about speaking of catchers. Let me talk about Yasmani Grandal real quick, because, yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. I think it's a good uh, pickup for the White Sox. It's one of the first optimistic sounding free agent signings in a long time. Um, You know, somebody was. James Shields is still available. We can still pick up right. James Shields. <laughs> a couple of questions. Some dudes on Twitter were saying, hey, this makes us, the White Sox, more uh, uh, favorable to pick up a big-time pitcher if they know that they'll be able to pitch to Yasmani Grandal. I don't know I don't if they're think- to that. I don't think Yasmani Grandal is like a force behind the plate. Right. Remember, we made fun of him in that one World Series when he was with right. the Dodgers. Yeah. He got benched for, like, not being able to catch the ball. Yeah, <laughs> which is usually the catcher's job. Right. right. Kind of, like, in the name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I am curious about, the White Sox re-signed James McCann to a one-year deal. McCann, of course, he was our all-star catcher this year. But everything points to that being a real fluke year for him. Right. The rest of his career, he's been a very average, mediocre catcher. So I was a little surprised that we signed him for a one-year deal. Do you think that means that we're going to do like a sign-and-trade? 
or you're going to do Yasmani Grandal plays half his games at DH. Oh, hmm, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Because who's your other DH? Abreu, usually. Right. He's also yeah. a first baseman. Yeah. So they could do like DH. That I mean, that could be like we're going to rest Abreu. We're going to like let Abreu DH half the games and Grandal DH half the games, and then they'll get a lot of rest. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, so I'm happy for the White Sox. We'll see how they fuck this up at some point. But uh, so far, so good. Right. They're just going to continue to not have any relief pitching. Yeah. So, the, so the, uh, right, true. <laughs> James Shields is still available. That's all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> just make James Shields your closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes in and blows the game every time you have a lead. Ah, Shields. Damn it. (laughs) And then they're like, no, we're sticking with him. We're going to stick with him. (laughs) That's exactly what they would say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But what the fuck are the Brewers doing? You you don't think that – I feel like they're getting ready to tank. You you don't think so? Yeah, I just feel like they have, you know, a top five player in all of Major League Baseball on the team, and it would be Mm -hmm. kind of a shame. But, like – what the fuck are the angels doing? Right. Same thing. You know? Right. <laughs> They've been doing that for years. They've been doing that for years. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. Let's do the last question. This is good. All right. You're going to ask me or I'm going to ask you this one? Uh, I'll, read, I'll read it. I'll read it. Ready? Yep. Okay. Rob Manfred. That's his name, right? Rob Manfred. Manfred, I think. Fred Manfred? Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred is yeah. Manfred. <laughs> what a <laughs> fucking weird name. Rob Manfred is feeling the burn, but not in a good way. Vermont Senator, presidential hopeful, and angry old man opera muppet come to life, Bernie Sanders, met this week with uh, Manfred to discuss Major League Baseball's plan to cut 42 teams from the ranks of the minor league, including... Bernie's beloved Vermont Lake Monsters. Bernie was, in fact, mayor when the Lake Monsters first came to Burlington. That was like his big political, like populist coup was getting a minor league baseball team into Uh into Burlington, Vermont. It was a huge huge deal. Um, And they continue to be a huge deal for the state. Like people love that team. You know what I mean? So anyway. The question is, when will Bernie Sanders eventually replace his entire stump speech for his campaign with calls to save uh, only the Lake Monsters, his hometown ball club? <laughs> oh, I think it's coming soon. I think, like, he's going to have rallies of, like, 10,000 people, and he's just going to be reciting OPS stats from, like, yeah. 1995. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll just be listing, like, the salaries of every janitor who's ever worked for the Lake Monsters of the last yeah. years. And their family depended on that working class job <laughs> to stay in, in business. Yeah. No, for sure. It's funny, Bernie Sanders is a funny, funny character because, like, he's in the middle of a, you know, a presidential uh, primary campaign race that he could very well win. Probably not, but he very well could win yeah, that race. But, but. And he's like, he like, 
you know, Manfred was like, we're cutting all these teams, like all these teams. And he just like jammed on the brakes. He was like in a bus, driving a bus to Iowa. And he like jammed on the brakes to like whip it around to come back and yell at Major League Baseball for getting rid of the minor leagues. (laughs) Which, you know, it could be like a political genius move if Uh you think about it. Because it's like, this is small town America that we're talking about here. Right. And he's, you know, no one else is like, wait a second, we got to talk about the minor leagues right now. <laughs> They're all like, let's talk about immigration reform or like climate change. You know <laughs> what I mean? And he's like, no, 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 we're going to talk about minor league baseball until I figure this shit out. You know, <laughs> this is what's important right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. The thing that I care about. Right. Exactly. That, you know, that's his kind of his thing. So he'll just like, right. he just cares about the things he cares about and like doesn't listen to anybody else when they're like, you know, Biden's gaining ground, you know, with black voters and, you know, like Carolinas. And he's like, well, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the well, Burlington got... Lake monsters are in danger, <laughs> you know? Well, he's going to go down to South Carolina and talk to all those black voters and only talk about, you know, the economics of minor league baseball. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, no, no, no. It's great for communities. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's going to sell well in Iowa, right? That's where the field of dreams is anyway. Right, exactly. Small town baseball is like a thing there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure the Cubs AAA is in Des Moines. Now, now, did you go to, to some Vermont Lake Monster games when you were a kid? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really fun baseball. What, what are they? Are they single A? Yeah. Short, like, split season single A. Like, the entire league that they're in is getting cut. The entire league? Yeah, that they're in. Oh, damn. Okay, because I was just reading about that. Because uh, another team in that league is the Hudson Valley Renegades. Right. They're going to be gone, too. Why did we never go to a Hudson Valley, Valley Renegade game? We should no, have. Neither of us had cars and cars. Oh, no, I guess I did. You did. It was also we like... Were, we were too drunk. It was like, that's yeah. down in Newburgh, I think, isn't it? Fish kill. Fish kill. Fish kill. Yeah, we should have gone, but we didn't. Yeah, we didn't, yeah. Um, I didn't know, so uh, teams, players that came from Hudson Valley, Scott Pesednik, uh, Evan Longoria, Josh Hamilton, Wade Davis. Uh, that's impressive. Who's come out of uh, Vermont? The other thing that I was surprised is reading about the Vermont Lake Monsters. So they started out with the... Uh, Major League affiliate being the Montreal Expos. Right. They were called the Vermont Expos at first. Okay. Uh, when did they change to Lake Monsters? Because that's cool. whenever the Expos folded, I think. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. So then they were then, the they Nationals. Got, then I think they were briefly like the, continued for the Washington Nationals, but then they were cut loose and signed with somebody else, and oh. now they're an A's affiliate. Yeah. And I think that's part of the issue that this this system of affiliation is getting all twisted so that your single-A team in Vermont is affiliated with your major league team in Oakland. Right. I wonder if they could do a better job of actually keeping some kind of geographic 
proximity between the minor league teams and the major league teams. Because basically your, your contract expires and then you go shopping for the best deal you can get. Right. But that that doesn't really really make sense because, you know, if that was the thing, then it would be like the Vermont team would be an affiliate of the Red Sox would be like the closest team. And like that's the team that makes sense because that's the team that people in that area root for. But the Red Sox only have like, what, four or five minor league affiliates. And right. then you got to spread them out all the way through New England, like through more than that many states, you know? Right. Yeah. That's so it the... doesn't really make sense. Right. Well, and like the White Sox, all of their minor league affiliates are all in the South. And I don't like they're all kind of close. They're in uh, Birmingham, Charlotte, and then another one in North Carolina, Greensboro, maybe. Right. Right, but none of them are anywhere close to Chicago. The Cubs at least have their AAA in Iowa. That makes sense. Well, you just you want to have your AAA team close to your major league team. Right. Like you want to be able to like ship people back and forth on a week by week basis, you know. Right. I mean, does it really matter if you can just get on a plane and do it? Well, yeah, but what if it rains? You know. Yeah. True. Like, what if you got to drive? Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, White Sox, their AAA is uh, the Charlotte uh, Knights. Yeah, that's far away. That's too far yeah. away. Yeah, I agree. Um, wait, are the are the Paw Sox the Red Sox AAA? Yeah. Yeah, and where are they moving until to? next year or right. the year maybe to what twenty twenty one? I don't know. Yeah, and now Providence is getting a no, not Providence. Pawtucket is getting a soccer stadium or something like that. Is that happening? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody wrote a news article about it. We got to get Eli involved yeah. in this conversation. <laughs> but, you know, here's a funny thing. The the Red Sox, the Paw Sox are moving to Worcester. Uh-huh. And they're going to be like the Worcester Red Sox or the Woo Sox. Maybe. The Woo the Sox. But their mascot is the, like, yellow smiley face emoji. Because <laughs> apparently, the, like, the graphic designer who developed that yellow smiley face was from Worcester. Huh. Isn't that weird? Yeah, but somehow that makes sense to me in that, of course, that's what Worcester's famous for. Right. Right. Yeah, that and, like, you know, Oxycontin addiction. Exactly, exactly. But kind of the same thing. Like, I imagine somebody was really high on Oxycontin and then it's <laughs> right. the yellow emoji. It's like already spent all of the, like, forwarded money for the advertising like contract he signed and just spent it all on Oxycontin. Yeah. And then it was an hour before he had to present his pitch. And he's like, oh fuck. Oh I have this yellow paper and this black marker. Uh, <laughs> Sandy Leon played for the uh Vermont League Monsters. Oh no shit. Yeah, two thousand nine. So did Ken Griffey Jr. Oh really? Yeah, back in when they were Expos affiliated. Right, when they were the Expos, yeah. He's not listed as notable alumni since 1994. Really? Uh, well, I think it's before 1994. I think that's why. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so if, you are, um, if you're competing with Bernie Sanders for the Democratic uh, – nomination what uh sports angle would you take 
Oh, football. Football. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Said, you know, we did have an episode a while ago about Trump and the uh, American, uh, what was it? Not the American Football League. His crazy ass football league, the U.S. Football League. Um, that would uh, be a funny, like, contrast if, uh, what's his name? Sanders is the baseball candidate and Trump is the football candidate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, not good. That would not, that would you gotta not, get some of that football vote, you know what I mean? You do have to get the football vote. Griffey played... so, like, in bed with, with the military, though. Yes. It's like, straight-up military propaganda. Yes, we have talked about that. Griffey played for the Vermont Mariners, double yeah. A. Double yeah. A. It was his last stop before he went to the majors. Right. And he played for the San Bernardino Spirit of Class A Advanced. Oh, and he played for the Bellingham Mariners in the Northwest League. Huh. That's cool. Um, also, his son is in the NFL. Who? Uh, Ken Griffey's son is in the NFL. Yeah. He, well, he's a free agent right now. He played for the Steelers last year. Dang. He keeps getting waved. Should have gone into baseball. Should have gone into baseball. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should also do an uh, episode someday about like Bo Jackson and other like two sport guys. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, anything else we need to talk about? Emojis. Ken Griffey Jr. Uh. Are the Reds the favorites to win the NL Central right now? I mean, I feel like the NL, I feel like the Cardinals are the favorites to win the NL Central. Yeah, probably. Um, but I feel like who's going to come in second in that division is like, you know, wildly up for grabs. And I feel like St. Louis has the, you know, share of that first place call with like only 25%, you know, chance. Right. Yeah, and then everybody else is at like three percent somehow. Yeah, and we still got a long ways to go until April, but uh, so right. a lot still change. Well, there's a lot of moves still to be made. You know, there's a couple people yeah. who could make a splash in the free agent market. None of the pitchers right. have moved yet. Right. Although we can probably assume at least one of them is going to end up in New York. Right. Either with the Mets or with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. That would suck, but okay. But you know, that was true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, this has been the A Block. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, for Sam, my name is Joel. Again, if you like what you hear, uh, check us out on Apple iTunes. Give us a rating, a review, and subscribe to us. You can also check us out on SoundCloud.com slash Umpenhemp. Spotify or on iHeartRadio. Tweet at us. I'm on Twitter all the time when I should be doing other things. I uh, also check out a Facebook page, which I need to update, and our WordPress blog. Cool. All right. For Sam, my name is Joel. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow.